Coral. I looked up at the building in front of me, 10 Belgrave Avenue, Belgravia, London. It was arguably one of the most exclusive addresses in the world. It had been the home of the prison club for over a century, and more recently, it had become my home too. I changed so much since I came here, and all of it for the better. I should be grateful, I knew that, but I wasn't. I was afraid. I'd been afraid before, of course, but this time was different. I had been scared for myself, scared of the experiences and what they would mean, but now I was scared for James, not myself. And it was the prison club itself that was scaring me. Leaving him behind at his office and returning here had been almost physically painful, but it had to be done. I took a deep breath and opened the door. Davina was waiting for me in my room. I wasn't surprised, not after what had happened, James and I disappearing, the mysterious note she had left me. I braced myself for the tirade, but to my surprise it didn't come. As I watched her pace up and down, I realized that she was as afraid as I was. Did you handle James? she said. Yes, I mean, I think so, I said, sitting down. Her pacing was making me nervous. He's not going to do anything or say anything, if that's what you mean. He doesn't want you to do the last assignment, though. Of course not, no, but I haven't decided. We haven't decided. On anything at all. I wanted to talk to you first. The note you left wasn't exactly crystal clear, I said. And for God's sake, sit down, you're making me seasick. Okay, this is how I see it, she said, sitting on the bed. If the club finds out about this, this thing between you and James, we're all for the eye jump. At the moment, they don't know anything. The Mr. Orange report was fine. What did he say about me? I asked, fascinated. She raised her eyebrows sardonically. Nothing. I wrote it myself in his sodding office while you two are out gallivanting. Honestly, I don't know how he looks at those people all day. I was so tempted to pin that Marcy down and take my tweezers to her, but anyway, she said, that's beside the point. I was amused that even in the midst of a crisis, Davina could still take time out to be horrified by less than perfect grooming. <laughs> I knew better than to show it, though. Now, she continued, you need to decide. If you see the last one, and it all goes well, then you're done. You can ask for whatever you want, or even ask for nothing. Just a favour down the line somewhere. James can say that the club wasn't what he was expecting, and resign his position. Once his resignation is accepted, you can officially be together. Happily ever after, etc., etc. But what if I don't see the last one? What then? That's going to be more difficult. You personally, of course, are free to leave at any point. You'll leave with nothing, but that's not the issue. The club will let you go, but they will look into why you left. And to be this far in and quit, they will focus their attention on the most recent assignment, James. I've covered up what I can, but these people are relentless. They will dig and dig until they get to the truth. The truth? James has broken rules. They don't take that lightly. Not at all. The consequences that you mentioned, 
Is that what you're talking about? What will they do? I don't know exactly. It's certainly never come up before, not during my time. But I looked back through the archives and I read some of the contracts. They will ruin him. Not just financially, either. The power these people hold is unbelievable. They could have him branded as a criminal, have him locked up in prison for the rest of his life, anything at all. If you can imagine it, they have the ability to do it. It was ironic. That was the sentiment that had brought me here in the first place. That had convinced me to let the prison club change my life. I had never thought about what life would be like with a club working against you instead of for you. I was horrified. That can't happen, I whispered. That's... that's terrible.